Welcome to the Thrive Hive podcast, where we'll be exploring what it takes to thrive in these modern times. Not only that, is we'll be experimenting with our own tribe and seeing what it takes to thrive in these modern times as a tribe. So this is your host, Dean Larson, and yeah, let's have some fun. Testing, testing, testing. Okay, testing, testing, testing. Hey guys, sorry for the um, those on the podcast. This is just a little intro. I usually have to wait a bit of time, as you if you've listened, wait a bit of time for things to connect. Um, technology is doing its best. Um, so I'm just going to start the live streaming now. And today we're going to be talking about the one thing to create a thriving tribe. In my experience. So yeah, we're just waiting for the streaming to connect. Looks like we're good. Okay, it's just connecting to Periscope. So for anyone that's watching this or wants to watch it live on the podcast, uh, just yeah, check us out on Periscope or Twitch, um, and soon to be more, soon to be more channels and also on our website. But today, yeah, I really want to talk about um, focusing on, you know, what the one thing, like if we were to choose one thing to create a thriving tribe and from that tribe create whatever you want, whether it's a, a business or a community or a physical community or an online community, you know, what is the one thing? And I've thought about this a lot. I know I've experienced this a lot um, when exploring different types of communities. Um, and for me, that one thing is creating the space for deep conversation, um, deep meaning just, um, the space for someone to facilitate and allow, um, the, what's coming up for each individual in, in that week. So for us, it's in the week. So week cycles, every week. Uh, we sit down and have a conversation about like the practicals, but also the spiritual element, like and how we're feeling, and you know what we're sensing and what sort of resistances have come up in that week. And I don't know, but that has been the most powerful thing is to create space for those conversations because through that, through the other side of it, resistance, or whatever you want to call it, um, the tension, we there's like this opener of infinite possibilities between us. Um, there's this reveal, and I think it's with any relationship really, um, just learning to communicate that and create that space for that. I'm just checking in on something. So yeah, the one thing, like <laughs> it seems so um, impractical, but the really the depth of it is creating that space and time with one another and it doesn't have to be anything complicated we don't have to go on a holiday together we just sit in a room and we speak about things that come up you know 
in the past, but also what we're excited about and creating celebration around what, what went well together and what didn't. So that is having conversations. Like you in a business, you could probably call that a meeting or something. But And I know, um, uh, forgetting Dahl, um, he talks about principles anyway. He, he's created an organization, Bridgewater Associates. It's a consulting company and they do a similar thing and they have technology that helps them share their vulnerability and it doesn't matter about status. So there's no status. So everyone can talk about anyone. If you can talk about the CEO or any status roles, you can share like what you're really feeling and what, what is really, whether you agree or disagree. And then it formulates this matrix of, um, I'll link it in the comments below. There's really good Ted talk from him. Um, I forget his first name right now. But yeah, back to the point, like, if we couldn't have anything, um, if we could have one thing, it would be the conversations. Because from that, um, bonds can form more stronger bonds. And what we trialed and experimented with past Thrive Hives was doing it daily. And it didn't really work because the depth would we'd go into some sort of individual depth where we mainly want to focus on the collective depth of what's happening between the collective of us and leave the one-on-one, -on -one, the, the one one person, the individual, leave that for like the day-to-day -to, -day to work itself out. So what happened was um, in the Thrive Hives in the past was, you know, the one-on-one -on -one conversations would happen and in one of the Thrive Hives there'd be coaching sessions as such or therapy sessions or healings or different stuff like that. So that was really important, not to go so deep into the individual, but as a collective, like when we come together, like what come up for us. And another thing I want to talk about is like, okay, that's all well and good, but what are the what are the ways and the processes and the ways to facilitate that? And I like to call it like, so the Les language, right, really important language we could use, and I call this real, raw and relevant language whether it's just in the conversations weekly or whether it's every day that we have a conversation, we can get better and better in this. And NLP, Neuro Linguistic Program, goes into a lot of this, you know. Our language is super powerful. And another element of that is revealing to healing, what I like to call revealing to healing, because once we share that vulnerability and it's out on the surface, it's out on the table, we can look at it. And if we have people we can interact with that don't, know a little bit about sovereignty like I spoke about in the last episode and um, actually stepping into noticing whether they're reacting or responding then we can really create some depth and some bonds between us and that could go on to anything these bonds we could build pyramids we could build a community we could build uh, anything we want and I think it's like the core of where our human behavior is flawed at the moment is like our ability to communicate effectively and with empathy for each other and from a sovereign space. So yeah, um, another huge thing I really like want to stress is like when we have these conversations, I guess we could think about like, you know, spirit, mind, body type of thing. And I like to think of the body as like really practical, like what are the practicals around us as human beings and living as a modern tribe there's some really 
simple things we forget about. And for me, after having conversations with a few friends, it's like we forget to have conversations about this like taboo topic, like how are we going to share our commons, like our food, water, shelter, and what does that practically look like for us? And I see that getting missed a lot because it feels like we've gone through this transition, this cycle of phase of where we used to live as families or tribes, and then we sort of transition away with with our advancements in technology and agriculture and whatnot, and we come into a more individual nucleus type of family. And I like to say that we need to, we can look at tribes and families in a totally different way now and create that for ourselves. And that's what these conversations are all about. Um, as people start to see these and we start to get, get this out there and people, we can start having more conversations about this. We got a chat window here and we can invite people on and we can have more conversations about this. But the biggest thing was have those conversations about the commons. You know, our commons have been sort of, we've forgotten about them. We've been distracted, like we've outsourced our home, you know, we've outsourced people building our homes, we've outsourced our food, you know, agriculture's taken over that and we've outsourced you know, even like our water these days. So it's like these really basic things for survival, well, unless you're like a breathitarian, but that we need to talk about of how to share them best. If, if we're sensing, like I'm sensing like, you know, the costs of living are going up, you know, whether it's in a city or in a town, anywhere, costs of living go up. So it's bringing us together to see um, what we can do together. And I think the conversations around the practicals even, not just the spiritual level and emotions levels, um, and what's on our mind, but also the practicals is really, really important. And that doesn't have to be complicated. And they can be like, how are we going to share this house together? How are we feeling about sharing this house together? How are we feeling about like, okay, maybe one person in the home resident is struggling for money. So how do we help each other through that process and learn from each other? But at the same, like sharing our commons nulls a lot of costs, you know, like how can we share the tools in the space, whether it's just like the cooking utensils or it's like for us, like the um, technology you know, computers, microphones, um, software, all different stuff, you know, our skills, how can we share that? So I think that's really important to have those conversations because it feels like it's been a bit taboo. I know it was for us a little bit. Um, yeah, so in summary, I'm going to keep this shorter this time because I've been going, you know, nearly 15 minutes. But yeah, so in summary, like, what's the one thing? Well, the one thing is these conversations. Because from that we can create these more in-depth bonds, and it doesn't have to be, you know, it could be only an hour, an hour a week. It's not that much. It's to invest in that. Um, you could look at it like around a campfire or something too. You could have those conversations, but I think it's more sitting together, talking about those things, and creating a framework and questions around that. And you can do that for yourself. Um, so yeah, the blueprints that we used, like real world and relevant conversation, like developing a language, common language between you that you can talk and share and create the space for vulnerability to come up and not be judged. And then revealing to healing, like an actual process for your tribe to talk about like what, how you process things and what that looks like. There's so many different modalities around how to process and you could go into like rites of passage or rituals or, um, um, initiations type of thing into community that's more in depth into that but 
yeah, just developing your own blueprints for that, I think is really important. And then don't forget about the physical, like the practical conversations. What does it mean to share your comments? Just simple stuff like food, water, shelter. And then from that place, I really feel like a lot of modern tribes and modern communities and modern civilizations can be formed. There's many different other elements, but at the essence of it, when people come together, there needs to be that space for that in our current state, in our current state of becoming more empathetic towards one another and learning to live together and even communicate together in relationship to anything. Um, you know, there's, we're in relationship to anything, the things we eat, the people, all that. And I'm still learning hugely. So, um, yeah, guys, that's a little short brief. I'm really inspired by these things. I'm really trying to get to the essence of like what it takes to build a tribe, a modern tribe, a thriving tribe. And um, in general, what does it take to thrive in these modern times? And uh, yeah, I really want to keep this general, but keep the essence of what I'm experiencing and slowly start to invite more people in these conversations um, once we get some flow. So yeah, um, check us out, guys. Oh, we're on the Thrive Hive, and we got multiple different things we're doing. And yeah, I'm curious of how it feels for you. If if something's come up for you, just message me, um, Facebook or Medium or even on the podcast. So yeah, lots of love, guys. Peace. We got this.